Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Glitter Effect Podcast. I'm your host with the most. That's me, David Martinez. Um, And by the most, I don't mean residual things. I mean attitude-wise. <laughs> and positivity-wise. I'm the I'm your host with the most positive vibes. I just want to send positivity to you and just you can eat it up like... Mm-hmm. Um, if you couldn't tell, I'm a little hyper today. <laughs> um, also, this episode is going to be a very much free speaking. Um, we're not going to really focus on a docket today because, you guys, I have been so busy with work. <laughs> My real life job is just getting a little cray cray right now. Um, as some of you know, I work in higher education. And so right now it is August. It is peak registration time. So things are just going going and going and going so you know these next few episodes may be a little shorter because i really just don't have the time to do some research on some things that are coming out (laughs) but as always if you find something that's new and exciting and you were like oh my gosh more people should know about this let me know and i can spread it too i can spread that glitter that's what this is we spread glitter here and glitter can is metaphorical. It can mean movies, TV show, whatever you find positive, whatever just makes you, um, whatever just makes you sparkle, whatever you know makes your heart and your brain just go, ooh, I love this stuff. Um, that's what the glitter we are talking about in the world. So speaking of glitter, um, as always, TikTok is my best friend. And remember. I think it was last week's episode we were talking about the aging filter. And I was like, oh, it's so pretty. You know, we get to see how we look. And it's going to be a privilege to see, you know, some of us get that old. Well, TikTok being TikTok ruined it because they made another age filter. (laughs) But this one is called Age Crispy or Crispy Aged. And uh, yeah, that's what nightmares are made out of. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, if you've seen it, I'm sorry. If you've seen it on TikTok, I'm sorry, you know, that you had to go through that. And I'm here for you. Um, if you haven't seen it on TikTok, count your blessings <laughs> but, or count your days because I know it's going to pop up on your For You page eventually. Um, that thing's scary. I hate that filter. But some the TikToks that people make are just so dumb. And I love it. I love dumb stuff. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So like I said, today's episode, we're just going to chat. You guys, sit down with me. Let's have a chat. <laughs> you guys need to talk. We have a serious conversation. Just kidding. We don't take anything serious over here on the podcast. Um, what do I want to talk about? Hmm. Oh, season two of, again, there's not going to be a theme or anything to this week's episode. There's not, or yeah, this week's episode. There's no docket, you guys. We're going off the script. Okay. We're taking things and we're putting it in our own hands. We're, we're making our own destiny this week's episode. Um, but I do want to talk about a TV show. Uh, season two of Heartstopper started this week. And I'm only two episodes in, you guys. And I already know. I already know that this show is going to rip my heart apart. It's going to rip my soul to shreds. <laughs> it's just such a cute concept if you haven't seen season one i highly 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 recommend it um it's just such a beautiful cute story of two boys i know gay (laughs) um who fall in love and you know one of them's coming to terms with him being bisexual the other one was already outed unfortunately to his peers in high school and um 
it's set in high school, so it's you know it's just like a coming of age story, but um, with people of the LGBTQIA plus community, <laughs> um, because one character is gay and the other character is bi, um, and but then they come into those terms and things like that. So it's very good first season. You know that is there's a trans character who she's gorgeous. Um, there's people of color. There's different shape sizes. It's just such a good show, and it's just oh I love it. The story was well written. The actors were amazing. Amazing actors. Kudos to these young actors who were able to portray such a real thing that a lot of people go through. And I just, you know, kudos to all of them. And you know what? Kudos to season two because (laughs) these first two episodes, you guys. Also, I will say though. (laughs) um, So season two is supposed to be like the next day. Of the last episode of season one. If that makes sense. So season one ended. And season two picks up the following day. Uh uh-uh. uh. These characters have grown. The actors have grown. You know some of them got jacked during their break. So I was like. Mm-hmm. There's some continuity flaws in your. <laughs> in your show. How am I supposed to believe that this is the next day. Their voices got deeper. Um, it was just insane. It was so funny to see. I was like. Mm mm. I know for a fact <laughs> this is not the next day. But yeah, the first two episodes, you guys, are already like, oh, have me on the edge of my seat. It's so good. It's such, oh, I just love it. And it just, it makes me want to, it makes me yearn for a relationship. But that's a, actually, we could talk about relationships today because that is um, what that show is about relationships. Um, as many of you know or don't know, I am single as a Pringle. But you know what? I'm working on me. I'm doing the things I'm doing or I want to do. Focusing on, you know, focusing on this, my work, my personal life. Um, unfortunately, I want to start working out again. <laughs> and I say unfortunately because if you know me, I hate working out. Well, let me rephrase that. I like the feeling I get after I work out and a little bit towards the end of my workout but just working out itself i hate it i hate sweating i hate breathing heavy i just hate it all i was like it's the most unflattering thing <laughs> to do and you're just heavy breathing which i guess i'm heavy breathing when i'm laughing and stuff anyway so well just, just um counter argued my own claim anyways um yeah i just oh, i hate working out but i also like working out like i like how i feel after i work out so it's just me and working out just have a very complicated relationship. Um, but I need to work out because it's healthier for me. And yeah, um, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, but I have been slowly doing it. Uh, I've been doing some Pilates, which, oh my gosh, I had a, I clicked on one video. I was like, oh, I could do it. It looks simple. Mm-mm, negative. Pilates is no joke, you guys. I was dying. When I say dying, I mean like I was almost dying. <laughs> like genuinely. So my next workout, I did a, a beginner's episode or a beginner's workout episode. A beginner's workout because I was like, there's no way. There's no way I can do that again. And even the beginner's uh, workout, I was like struggling. I was like, am I this out of shape or is it this? Is it just this hard? Um, I think it's both. <laughs> but I like Pilates because... You guys, I'm a very aesthetically, uh, how can I say it, individual. I just like things that are nice and pretty. And 
Pilates is a pretty workout. <laughs> it's a very elegant and graceful workout. But it is burning every muscle that you're focused on. It hurts so bad. But honestly, I will say the one thing I really, really have been enjoying about it is, you know, you, you're burning and it's hurting and stuff. But it's a good hurt and it's a good burn. And yes, you will be sore the next day. But it's a manageable sore. It's not a soreness where you're going to be like, literally like you can't move or you're in pain because of it. That is the that is probably the worst reason why I hate working out is the next day, the next few days. Like if I was to lift heavy and squat heavy, oh my gosh, my body refuses to move the next few days. It's just in so much pain. I was like, why do, was it even worth it? I feel like it wasn't even worth it. With this, I feel worth it like the soreness equals the workout like it feels like a good balance so i'm gonna keep doing it you guys and when i become a skinny legend sorry if trigger word for some of y'all <laughs> skinny legend um when i become a skinny legend everyone better watch out everyone and no everyone just look away don't even look my way because i will i'll captivate you <laughs> like a freaking siren just kidding i'm not that thirsty for a relationship um, but I have been thinking about one. I was like, maybe, you know, maybe it's time I put myself out there and see what's see what's cooking. But, God, I just hate people. <laughs> just kidding. I don't hate people. Um, I just don't like how some humans act because some people are real booties. Um, and I won't say what I said on last week's episode about booty holes. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, it's just complicated. And... You know, when I do think of like, because sometimes I think a lot of times what happens with wanting a relationship or if you're in the, you want a relationship, you want the good parts, the cupcake phase, the the lovey-dovey stuff, you know, the kisses, the hugs, the, you know, your person, you want the good stuff. But a relationship isn't always good. You have to go through the bad too. And so that's the part where I'm just like, you know, you got to look at it from the bigger picture. And until I'm ready to settle down and be able to handle, I guess, the bad of someone else, I still got to focus on the bad of myself. So it wouldn't be fair to jump into a relationship when I'm working on my stuff and then having to deal with, not having to deal with their stuff, but if they also are dealing with their own things, a relationship will just be hard. So in the meantime, I'm still going to stay single because, like I said, working on me, working on the things I like. Working on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I love doing this, you guys. It is like my favorite thing ever. It's so much fun. I can just sit here and talk, talk, and talk all day long. <laughs> um, I say this episode may be shorter, but I feel like we may just be talking for a while. Um, But we're already off on our, our own tangent. Season 2 of Heartstopper. Please go watch it. If you haven't seen season one, do yourself a favor. It's on Netflix. You can binge watch it. It is only seven episodes, I believe, season one. It's the perfect binge length. I think each episode is like 30 minutes. It's just such a good, feel-good show. You know, if you just, you know, love the innocence of love, then it's the perfect show. Because in essence, love is very innocent. You know, when it gets mixed with other things and stuff like that, it can become kind of toxic. But in its full essence, love is very innocent and pure and beautiful and cute and sweet. And I love it. I love love. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Heartstopper Season 2. Go watch it if you haven't started it. 
I love it so, so much. Um, my favorite character is Elle. She just, oh my gosh, the way they're styling her this season. I said, period. She looks so good. I love her outfits. I was telling my friend Dante, my bestie, Dante. <laughs> um, I was telling him, she looks like a fashion doll. Like a Mycenes. Not a Bratz or a Barbie. I, I know Mycenes was technically Barbie in a different universe. Um, anyways, she looks like a Mycenes doll. She's so tall and skinny and her outfits are just so amazing. And I was like, I want to wear some of those things. Because it just is so fashion. Is it fashion? It's fashion. <laughs> For those of you who don't know that reference, it's from Peppermint. And um, Bob the Drag Queen when they were doing the pit stop for RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and I won't delve into that because that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> um, speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, I haven't been keeping up with it. But I've been seeing the videos that are popping up on my TikToks. Um, Drag Race Mexico? Hello? How have I not been keeping up with that? It looks amazing. The host is one of the hosts. There's two hosts. Um, it is not RuPaul. <laughs> He is not hosting um, Drag Race Mexico, uh, unfortunately. But it is Valentina, and I love Valentina. She is one of my favorite drag queens. She's just such... You can tell that as someone who really in, like indulges and truly respects and loves their culture and wants to share it in such an artful way, um, even if it's through drag. Their drag is so beautiful. It's so... Mexican, it's so Latino, Latina, it's so Latinx, if you will. It's just so, I love it. It's truly, to me, when I see Valentina, I see like just Mexican culture. It's such like a love letter to our culture. Um, I love her. She's such a beautiful drag queen. Uh, she was also on the cover of Vogue Mexico, which period. Um, but yeah, she's one of the hosts. So when it comes to drag queens, you guys, uh, I think Valentina actually goes by they, them. So they... Um, go by they them. But when it comes to drag queens, if you hear me say like he or she like interchangeably, it's because like when I talk about drag queens, like they're Trixie Mattel. When I'm talking about Trixie, I will say she. But if I'm talking about Brian Furcus, who is Trixie outside of drag, I will say he. So you know they're drag queens. It's not that complicated. <laughs> I feel like I just made it more complicated than what it needed to be. Um. Anyways. Uh, fun fact, I named my dog Trixie after Trixie Mattel because Trixie Mattel has huge black eyeliner and my dog looks like she has a winged eyeliner. And I said, that's Trixie. <laughs> um, anyways, Valentina is the host of RuPaul's Drag Race Mexico and the freaking drag queens this season on that show look un insane. The lip syncs look insane. They lip sync to Selena in like the like last week's episode, I believe. And it, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I need to watch it. I think it's on Paramount Plus um, or WoW Presents Plus. One of those. One of the many streaming platforms that we have these days. Ugh. Can we talk about that? There's too many streaming platforms, in my opinion. And, you know, if you subscribe to all of them, you're basically paying the same price as cable. I was like, that, what, that was the whole point of streaming services. You don't have to pay for cable. And now I feel like I'm paying cable prices to keep up with all of these things and so i'm just like ay 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 what is up what is happening um anyways yeah just too many streaming platforms i'm also that person where if i'm given too many options i kind of freak out and i don't know what i want <laughs> but i'm also that person if i don't have enough options i'm mad like oh i don't want to choose any of this 
I'm a very complicated individual. <laughs> you can thank my big three for that. If you don't know what my big three are, it's Libra rising, Virgo sun, and Scorpio moon. I know a lot of you probably just rolled your eyes. I felt it. I felt the eye rolls. And you know what? I eat it up. I eat up the eye rolls. <laughs> because your big three matter. Uh, it cracks me up when people are like, that's witchcraft or that's evil. I'm like, I'm not worshiping the stars. It's, it's the stars. They're there. I, I'm just map like reading what they mean. And even though it's not me, I'm just finding things that read it. Anyways, love zodiacs. Love zodiac signs. Um, I personally, uh, because as some of you may know, I have my communications degree and I love learning about people and things. And so I love learning about people's zodiac signs. And if they're able to provide me with their birthday, I can do like their birth chart. Um, because I just, to me, I use the zodiac signs as a way of a communication tool. So like when you enter the workplace, some workplaces have you do like the color test, the color personality test, just rumbled that whole word, <laughs> the color personality test. Jeez Louise, I cannot enunciate to save my life. <laughs> um, or they'll have you do like the Myers-Briggs personality test. And basically what that is, is just seeing what your personality type is. That way you can see how you will mend well on the team. Uh, it lets your boss know how they should handle certain situations with you, vice versa. Um, you also get to learn, you know, your boss's things. So you understand how to handle situations with them should something come up in the workplace. Well, that's how I use the Zodiac signs. I use it as a communication device. I use it as a way to see how to talk to someone, you know, because everyone's different. You know, what works for someone may not work for someone else. So I would rather... You know, also, I don't do this to strangers, so it doesn't count for strangers. But if it's like my friends or my, my family, I love learning their stuff so I can be like, so I can communicate better with them and we can have deeper conversations should something come up. I understand where they're coming from and they understand where I'm coming from. Um, just a healthy communicational messaging system. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole system in my book. I wrote it down. Um yeah, no, just a, a healthy communication model. There you go. There you send a message. There's a receiver. Receives a message. Send a message back. And it just continues on and on. Um, there's my college degree working. <laughs> and it's uh, where it's supposed to. I, 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 but yeah, I love the zodiac signs. Um, for all my Virgos out there, love y'all. We rock. We are truly the best zodiac signs. Ay, ay, ay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There is no zodiac sign better than the other. <clears throat> At least, you know, we'll just leave it there. But <laughs> um, to my Virgo sister, Alyssa, I miss you. Uh, talk about two peas in a pod. We were basically the same person. Um, love her. <laughs> so there's your shout out, girl. Miss you. I miss you, my Virgo sister. Uh, what else should we talk about? Hmm. <gasps> that actually, perfect. I do want to talk about this. You guys, if you know me, you know my love for tattoos. I love tattoos. I want tattoos everywhere all over my body. Um, but I'm a little weirdo and a little freak because, you know, why wouldn't I be? 
I only want tattoos where I can see them, if that makes sense. It's like a back piece. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't flying. Not on me. Mm-mm. Because I can't see it. I can't appreciate the art if it's on my back. And I'm not going to look in the mirror all the time at my back. Gonna look at my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I want tattoos where I can see them because I like to appreciate the art that the artist does on my body. So like if I got one in the back of my ear, like some people do, it looks so cute. I get it. I love how it looks on other people. But I can't see it on myself. And it would drive me crazy <laughs> knowing that it's there and I can't see it. Ugh, just thinking about it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, but anyways, I want a tattoo so bad for my birthday. It's coming up. Ooh. Um, I'll be 27. That's right. I'll be 27, you guys. And you know what? I feel it. <laughs> I had my quarter-life crisis. I'm getting more stable. And I just, the 30s, I know, based off my friends who are already in their 30s, I know that's where it's at. So I, I will patiently wait. But I also am excited for the 30s. Um, but anyways, back to my tattoo. I want a tattoo so bad for my birthday. Uh, but not any tattoo. Um, my rules for tattoos on my body is I want everything in color. And I do have a brat tattoo. It's my girl Yasmin because that's my favorite. Um, she's technically black and white, but there's pops of color in her to add some detail. Um, because she's just so... Cunty. I love her. And I love what the tattoo artist did. She matched, because I have a butterfly right above her. She matched the butterfly wings to the colors that she put in the Yasmin tattoo. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite thing on this planet. I love it so, so much. It was worth it. It was a pretty penny. I will say that. But you know, if you pay for good art, then I to me, it's worth it. Um, I got it done in Debellum in Dallas, and I want to go back. Uh, maybe not to Debellum, but I do want to go back to Dallas to get a tattoo. I want to try the Lilac Studio. Lilac Tattoo Studio. Women owned. All women artists. So I was like, period. I was like, and we love that. We love women. Um, but yeah, I want a tattoo. It's so bad right now. I'm like craving it. Uh, and they say that happens. When you get one tattoo, you're just going to want more and more and more. And I can tell you it's true. Let me, you know, let me give you my story right now. It's true. Um, when I was in high school during spring break, it was my senior year of high school. I told my dad, dad, I want a tattoo. He's like, okay, bet. So he took me to the tattoo studio. We were sitting there waiting. And I think he tried to pull the same tactic he did on my sister when she wanted a tattoo in high school. Um, he took her and she chickened out because she heard the tattoo guns and everything. She's like, dad, I don't want a tattoo no more. He said, well, let's go. I think they thought I was going to do that. I think everyone was considering me doing that because I was a chicken and a crybaby growing up. Um, which is why a lot of my stuff says crybaby because that was my nickname for my siblings. <laughs> um, I had other nicknames, but the, I would not be sharing those because they're very embarrassing. But um, <laughs> anyways, they thought I was going to do the same thing. And you know what? I should have. And I could have. Scratch that. I should have. I'm glad I didn't. But I could have because, you guys, while me and my dad were waiting for the tattoo artist to do my tattoo, he, a different tattoo artist was about to tattoo. Actually, I think that guy was like my age. He was very young. And he was like, you ready, man? And that kid was like, yeah, I'm ready. And he just turns on the gun, dips the color. <laughs> and this guy, 
Like, the mind you, the tattoo artist wasn't near his skin, wasn't near anything. He was just, like, testing his gun, like, you know, when they go, bzz, bzz, just to see if it's working and everything. As soon as that kid heard that, though, he didn't have a chance to sit down on the chair. He fainted. And you guys, he fainted so ugly, it was very scary. I mean, I laugh now thinking about it because <laughs> I'm just a terrible person. But uh, when it happened, oh, I was kind of scared because he hit that windowsill so hard, I thought he busted his head open. I said, there's no way he didn't just bust his head. But he was fine. And he goes, you know what? I don't think I can actually do it. <laughs> the tattoo artist was like, ah, it's okay, man. I get it. Um, it was very, I was like, whoa. And my dad was like, are you sure you want this tattoo? You don't have to get it. I was like, I want it. I was like, I can do it. You guys, <laughs> my first tattoo is on my finger because it's super tiny and it's super cute. <laughs> and it took like three minutes. And uh, it's a little cross. I got it on my middle finger. Um, that way I don't be throwing up the middle finger because then I feel guilty. But it's my little cross that I get to carry around with me forever and ever. Um, but it's the tiniest little thing you've ever seen in your life. I think it was like 20 bucks. <laughs> Uh, but that was my first tattoo. I thought I was big and bad. Oh, here comes my neighbor, you guys. He drives a Corvette, and he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. And he kind of is. But um, if you hear some thumping, some bumping and thumping, it's him pulling into the driveway. And uh, it may be a little loud. You hear it? <laughs> I kind of want to cut it from this episode, but he's usually pretty quick at turning it off when he backs up. Uh, back it up, Terry. See? He already shut it off. His name's not Terry, by the way. I just said that. Um, back up, Terry. Uh, but he's a, he's a ginger. I was like, oh, kind of scary. I heard those people don't have souls. You won't break my soul. <laughs> they can't sing that song. <laughs> oh, I hate when I make myself laugh. It's so stupid. Oh. <laughs> darn it. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, my little bitty tattoo. My first tattoo is itty bitty. So cute. I love her. Um, but yeah. But once I got this tattoo, you couldn't touch me. You couldn't tell me anything. I went back to school after spring break. I was like, hey, guys. You notice anything different about me? <laughs> they were like, what? No. I was like, oh, you didn't really you didn't see anything different? <laughs> and I was like holding my hand, like the OK symbol, so they could see the inside of my hand. And they're like, no, like, what is it? What are you talking about? You get a haircut? I was like, oh, I was like, you guys, you ruined my reveal. I said, look, I'm tatted. <laughs> I saw them this tiny little cross. They were very impressed, actually. They were like, oh. I was like the first in my friend group to get a tattoo. And no one expected it of me because I'm me, you know, glitter, sparkle, sunshine. They're like, oh. David got a tattoo. And I said, yeah, yeah, I did. Look at it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my Theo Joe, when he found out, he was like, that's not real. And he rubbed it, and it was I just got it like the day before. And I was like, oh, it's going to get infected. <laughs> just kind of didn't say that. I was scared about that. Uh, but it hurt when he did that. I said, so stop doing that. Uh, but ever since then, I've just been getting tattoos and tattoos. Um, I have a little cloudfish from Harry Styles pleasing nail polish the box had a little cloudfish and it was so cute and i became instantly obsessed with it and i said i need that on my body so i got a little cloudfish on my ankle i love her so so much probably the, my most painful tattoo um because the artist decided to do some glitter effect on the outside of it if you guys haven't seen the glitter effect <gasps> <laughs> well, 
that's amazing. That's amazing. There's a style of tattoo that's going around. It's very trendy. Um, and it's the glitter effect. <laughs> um, it just makes your tattoo like it's like a glitter sticker. It doesn't actually sparkle or shimmer. I wish the day that they come up with shimmery tattoo ink or sparkly glittery tattoo ink, it's over. That I'm throwing my whole bank account at whatever tattoo artist has that ink because I need that in my life immediately. Uh, anyways, that tattoo style it just looks like glitter, like a glitter sticker. Um, so anyway, she did that around the fish on my ankle. You guys, that's the most painful tattoo technique because a tattoo gun's already going, you know, cutting you up, dotting you, everything. And then you add your own self doing dots, multiple hundreds of dots, just in order, just around. It was like getting shanked over a million times, very tiny. I said, <laughs> I said, I don't like this anymore. But I did it and I love her and she's so cute. And it's a girl because she has girl eyelashes. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I always just call her a she. I call her everything a she, to be honest. Um, anyways, so that was my other tattoo. I have my beautiful, beautiful purple and blue butterfly because I love it so, so much. And right under that, I have my Bratz tattoo. Mm, I had to sit for like six hours for this tattoo, but it was worth it. My butt was hurting. I said, can we take a break? And she said, yeah, girl. She said, I need a smoke break. I said, oh, period, girl. Let's go take a break. I'm going to walk around anyways. Give me some chips. <laughs> and, uh, but one of my, it's my favorite tattoo, you guys. Mm, I love it so much. I'm looking at it right now. You guys are going to be able to see them when I start my video podcast coming soon. Um, but yeah, I'll show y'all these tattoos, but I'll, I'm explaining them right now. Um, but y'all get to see these. I love it so much. And on my other arm, I have, I wanted to start like a Texas arm because <laughs> your boy's from Texas and I love Texas. That doesn't mean I like country music though. Thank y'all. Thank you. I don't like country music. I love Texas. There's a difference. I like Western things. I don't like country. Get it? Get it? Thank you. We clear? Yes. <laughs> um, people are always like, David, why do you get a cowboy hat? Because I have a cowboy hat tattoo, and it's so cute. Um, one, I got it for Casey Musgraves because I went to go see her with Nico um, last year. Yes, it was last year. And I was like, ooh, I need to remember this moment. Actually, me and Nico were supposed to go get the Casey Musgraves K. Uh, to commemorate that memory. We still haven't done it, but I still want to get that done because I love the way that letter is, the little K is above her stage. Anyways, I digress. I want this to be on my Texas arm. So I want like a pair of cowboy boots, like cute pink ones or something, and then a, a cow head, like a cute cow head, not a skull, uh, but like a Highland cow because I'm obsessed with Highland cows. You guys, you want to know what to get me for my birthday? One, a tattoo. Two, a Highland cow. If someone gets me a Highland cow, I will, I will marry them on the spot. Like, hey, we're married now because you got me this. Um, or I will take a Highland cow plushie. It doesn't matter. I love plushies. Give me a plushie of anything. I will gladly love it. Take care of it. Um, my other tattoo I don't really want to talk about because I want to get it removed, but I'll go ahead and say what it is. It's um, <laughs> um, a music note that was supposed to have watercolor. And... Uh, the tattoo artist didn't know how to do watercolor until afterwards. He said, oh, by the way, I didn't know how to do watercolor, so I gave you ink spots. I said, hmm, interesting. 
I don't know how to pay you, so I'm walking out. <laughs> this is bullcrap. You tattooed me permanently. And then you tell me you don't know how to do something? After you said you knew how to do it? And you saw the reference picture? Get out of my face. Go on, get. Ah. So, I'm probably going to get it removed. Or if there's a way I can turn it into like a barbed wire fence or something. But that's kind of tacky. I don't want That's ugly. So, I'm probably going to get it removed. Um, I never went back to go get like the touch-ups of it to make it like darker and everything. So, it'll be pretty simple to remove. I know it'll hurt, but it's fine. Um, That tattoo, that tattoo, though. I think that's it. I only have one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six tattoos. <gasps> I have seven tattoos <laughs> on my arm <laughs> above my bicep. I have a little tiny spider web. <laughs> so when I was getting my butterfly tattoo, my friend Nico was getting a, a little ghost tattoo that his cousin drew. Actually, Dante, who I spoke about earlier, him and Nico got the same tattoo because Dante drew it. It's actually super cute. Um, anyways, they were giving me their tattoo. I was giving this tattoo. And the tattoo artist says, oh, by the way, there's this gumball machine for 30 extra dollars to your tattoo price. You can, you know, buy a little coin, spend, you know, purchase a gumball and whatever's in that capsule you get a tattoo of. And so they're very tiny tattoos. You get like a pizza slice, a little texture shape, a little smiley face, a um, little shamrock, anything that's very tiny. And so... I was like, mm, I don't really know. So I don't think I want to do that. And then Nico's like, are you going to do it? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, he, I said, are you going to do it? He's like, yeah. And I was like, mm. I said, well, if you do it, I'll do it. And he said, bet. And you guys, when someone tells me bet or I dare you, I got to do it because I can't be proven wrong. I have to do it. <laughs> so anyways, we did it. He got a little shamrock, which is so funny because uh, his dad is Irish. And so he got it like on his ankle and he already has a shamrock on his shoulder for his dad. So now he has two shamrocks. I thought, that's so cute. You did it for your dad. And so when it was my turn, I was like, ooh, I wonder what I'm going to get. And I got a spider web with a skull in it. And the tattoo artist who was doing my tattoo, he was like, you don't seem like a skull kind of person. So I'm just going to do the spider web. I said, thank you. Because the rule was that you either get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Or you pay extra $30 for no reason. So you either get it or you don't. But you're still paying $30. What a great sales tactic. What a great marketing scheme, to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, my tattoo artist at the time was very sweet. He was like, you don't seem like a skull person. He just tattooed this beautiful colored butterfly on my arm. <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to do that to you. I said, thank you. His name is Exandro. Um, from Spain, I think. Great tattoo. Oh my gosh, I just choked. <gasps> Ugh. Great tattoo artist is what I was trying to say. There's a dog barking outside. How dare they? Um, anyways, my tattoo, my goodness, I'm over getting sidetracked. Uh, the one that I ended up drawing was a little spider web. And I thought that was cute because it was for my dad. <laughs> so my dad has a spider web on his shoulder. And I've always said, if I was to get a spider web on my shoulder, I want it to be like very like Tim Burton, like crackling across my collarbone, things like that. And, uh, but I said, you know what? This is the next best thing. So I put it like up above me near my shoulder. <laughs> that way, uh, I can match my dad and we can have like the spider webs together. And when I got home and I showed them, you guys, I've never seen either one of my friends. Actually, I have. They're very hilarious people. But they laughed at me 
so hard, but like in the best way possible. I could not stop laughing because I knew they would die. It was the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> and uh, man, it was just so funny because we were laughing because it's so tiny. <laughs> it is the tiniest little tattoo you ever see. And um, I was like, look, Dice, now we match. And he said, oh, and he was laughing. He goes, also, you do know you got it on the wrong side. I said, hmm? I said, no. No, I didn't. Take that back right now. You're lying to me. And he's like, no, look. You guys, all my life, for some reason, I thought my dad's spider web tattoo was on his left side. Mm-mm, negative. It's on his right. And now, <laughs> I said, well, who did I get this tattoo for? <laughs> um, but eventually, I either want to make it a bigger, prettier spider web or just add like a cute little cartoon Spider-Man hanging from it. Because <laughs> it'll be so cute because it's very tiny. Um, but yeah, that's my tattoo tour of my body that y'all don't even get to see, but I hope you can visualize it. Um, when I start doing videos, y'all can, <laughs> y'all can see that in person. But, um, I do want another tattoo, you guys, but I want to go to Korea to get it. It's you, Tomater. There's this truck that drives by like almost every night and he looks like Tomater and it's just like a, just it's a very loud truck. I hear it. I don't know if I can hear it. Um, anyways, how dare they interrupt me? I want to tattoo you guys, but not any tattoo. I want to go to Korea. South Korea. Not not the other Korea because I'm scared. Uh, I want to go to South Korea uh, in Seoul uh, to get a tattoo from this artist named uh, CC Love. Her Instagram is CC Love Love. S I S I dot love dot love. I love her tattoos so much. So, let me just explain Korean tattoo artists real quick. Korean tattoo artists are changing the game of tattoos. These artists are so individualized in their work, so unique in their work, so good at their work, because they're kind of like the only ones to do it, and you want to know why? Uh, tattoos are technically illegal in South Korea, meaning that you kind of you have to have a medical license in order to tattoo someone. Isn't that crazy? So there's no tattoo shops because it's illegal. The tattoo thing is very underground. Um, it's very like um, the culture is very underground. The tattoo culture and an engagement is very secretive. There's no advertisements for tattoos. There's really nothing, and you know artists have to rely on social media and the secret of their other clients to spread the word like oh hey i got my tattoo here you know we could set up an appointment but it's very secretive because it's illegal and when i say illegal the tattoo artists if they get caught they can get fined up to like forty thousand dollars they can even go to prison you guys isn't that crazy i can literally go down the street here and get a little rinky dink tattoo and be fine with it and <laughs> i mean i wouldn't be fine with it but like that's crazy like it's illegal over there like extremely illegal so the tattoo artists really cultivate their work because they're kind of like the only ones that do it. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have the practice or the initiative to, like, tattoo hundreds of people at a time. Or not at a time, but have a clientele that big. I'm sure now they are growing because, oh my gosh, they're called K-tattoos for Korean tattoos. But man, you guys, some of these artists are insane. CC Love, for example, she does line work. But her line work is done with such cute colors. I've never seen, like, line work with colors, if that makes sense. And it's just super cute, kawaii, 
little like desserts and little cute characters and oh, i want one on my leg so bad just going on my leg with all her designs because it's just so cute um they look like stickers i think that's why i love them because i used to love stickers <laughs> so these genuinely look like stickers and they're so pretty i love her art love her art style um and again she's like the only artist who i've seen do that i've seen other artists try to imitate her work but none of them are landing it like she does um but even then those people who are trying to like not, i don't want to say copy her work because they're really not i guess inspired by her work um she also follows them on instagram so i know it's not like a hater situation um they just don't do it the way she does it and again i think it's because the tattoo culture over there is so underground and so these artists have to like focus on their own work and really just master what they're good at um which it pays off because the tattoos are beautiful um the needles are different over there the the ink is different it's just so oh i want to go so bad i want to go to korea so bad but yeah so in order to be a tattoo artist over there you have to technically go to medical school and uh, there was actually an article i read and this guy so young lim is an aspiring tattoo artist over there in korea uh, he basically said like i'm not wasting time and money going to medical school to be a tattoo artist like that's dumb like i can just be a tattoo artist i'm not gonna go to medical school almost to be a doctor <laughs> just because i want to be a tattoo artist no and honestly i don't blame him that's kind of dumb but um yeah it's illegal over there uh, there's another artist that i wanted to mention his name is zunmo oh my gosh his tattoos are so creative like let me just pull up an example and explain what i'm looking at uh, also feel free to, if you have instagram go follow these artists on instagram uh cc love like i said her instagram handle is uh cc s-i-s-i dot love love and it's just um that's it <laughs> i thought there was more so s-i-s-i dot love love and her little icon her little profile picture is a little bunny in a heart go look at her work it's amazing and you'll see exactly why it belongs on my body <laughs> uh, the second artist i want to mention is zunmo and um his instagram handle is z as in zoo o o n m o so zunmo underscore um and that's it too that's just all there is to it. instagram handles used to be so much longer back then <laughs> uh mine and bianca's for example oh my gosh we're so stupid hers was uh that warrior bianca that underscore warrior underscore bianca and mine was that hero david so that underscore hero underscore david oh my lanta we were so done back then sorry got distracted <laughs> so zumo go follow them on instagram you guys their work is amazing uh, but let me just click one of his for example um okay perfect he does this thing to where he gets one object like uh there's an otter i'm looking at right now it's a cute little otter but inside of it, there's more art. So he does like layers upon layers upon layers of... You can like almost zoom in. I can't even explain it. It's like a portal almost. Like you're looking through a hole with more art in it. Um, but it's beautiful work. I've never, ever, ever seen tattoo artists do that over here in the States. So for him, like this is his art style. This is amazing to see his art style. To see such a unique art style and such a unique tattoo... Oh, it's so exciting to me. Come like, like there's 
that's the beautiful thing about the world. There's so much uniqueness. There's so much diversity. There's so much individual artists and stories that people do. And it's just amazing when you can see their art and, you know, be inspired by their art. Um, he, he does one. I'm looking at one right now. He has the, the silhouette of a cowboy with a bandana and a sheriff sticker. Um, but inside that silhouette, there's some cactuses. The next layer is some clouds. The next layer is the cowboy riding a horse. The layer under that is some more cactuses. And the layer under that is a sunset. How crazy is that? It's like layer upon layer upon layer. And you can clearly make it out. It's not like mushed up or nothing. You can clearly see each layer for what they are. And oh my goodness, it's so beautiful and it's so unique. And it's truly, truly just stunning artwork. And oh my gosh, I'm a sucker for art, you guys. I really am. And so, man, I just think it's such a such a beautiful thing to see other people's art and appreciate their art. That's why I love museums. One thing about me, anywhere I go, I'm going to a museum. I'm going to a history museum. I'm going to an art museum. I'm going to a natural science museum. I don't care. I love learning things. I just love absorbing you know, information because I, there's just so much to learn and I just want to learn and appreciate everything and get different perspectives I have and have things challenge my perspective. That's what I love too about art. Like you see things and you're like, mm, you know, I don't quite understand it, but if you read about it and you really sit with it, you're like, oh, you know, I'm seeing, you know, I can see that different perspective now and it's kind of making sense and oh, I just love it. I love art. And I want a tattoo <laughs> to circle back around this conversation. I want a tattoo for my birthday. Um, but I want that tattoo in specific. So if I can't find that tattoo in specific, then that'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be a-okay. Well, you guys, I think that's all I have to talk about. I enjoyed just sitting here and chatting with you guys. Although I didn't write a docket for this week's episode, I still feel like we covered quite a bit of topics, which is really good in my opinion. Um... But yeah, the next few weeks episodes may be similar to this because I'm just so busy at work, you guys. So if I miss anything or I forget anything, I will try my best to recap anything that comes out new. Uh, if I happen to miss anything, please don't yell at me. I'm trying. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Glitter Effect podcast with your host with the most. That's me. <laughs> but as always, if you're liking what you're hearing, feel free to share my podcast with your friends and family, please. It helps me spread glitter. And the glitter we're talking about is metaphorical, so we can spread that all we want and will never cause a mess. Uh, but again, thank you so, so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>